Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam and I am the host of this podcast. If you didn't know that by now, I'm surprised. But hello from Hurricane Dorian down here in Central Florida. Um, we love Dorian. Um, she's been here a long time. She's here to hang out. She's not here to dine and dash. She is making herself known and she won't leave. So I have to record this early because I am going to a hotel, not because my life is threatened, but because my significant other works at a hotel. And one of the fun perks of that is that during the storms, when they're not sure if you can drive, they're like, hey, y'all can camp out here and we'll give you free food. So you know where I'll be. And so I'm gonna go do that later today. So I'm getting this done now. And in light of the panic attack that I had last night, I decided to do an episode on when to know that it's time to quit your job to freelance or blog full-time. So let's talk about that panic attack, shall we? So I'm prone to panicking and being unreasonable. It's just part of my personality. So I like, I'm, I'm a no person. I'm a negative person and I openly understand that. Like I'm very self-aware. Um, that I am super negative. There are glass half full people and half empty people and I am team empty. Like I jump to the worst conclusions and you know what? I'm happy there. I I relish in, in the misery of um, being a negative Nancy. So as a negative Nancy, and as you all know, I recently broke up with that client, um, the big one, the big whammy, and I had a plan in place to replace that income pretty quickly but y'all it ain't easy out here i have other clients but it's sort of a bad time of year um a lot of them have taken time off for the summer and they're not quite into things or they're just like changing the people in their marketing department so it's honestly a mess and then i've been aggressively applying for new positions and pitching myself and i have had excellent responses like a really high response rate but it means nothing because they're all flakes (laughs) i hope they're listening so that they know they're flakes but um a lot of the times i've had several phone calls i've had so many back and forth emails and messages none of them have come through so this is great um i'm every time i think i'm getting somewhere either they ghost me because i don't know maybe they found someone else or someone else was cheaper or they decided to not even hire someone like i don't know their life but this has happened to me no less than five times in the past week and it's very frustrating because it takes a lot of time to apply or pitch and then a lot of back and forth like in the phone calls everyone's been late for the phone calls first of all and it's just sort of an ongoing stress and I know that they obviously have other things in their lives and my my hiring process is not the biggest concern to them and I understand that but it is very frustrating and so at the end of the day I'm left like sort of a month without a lot of income I mean I do have income but it's significantly less than I did before is what I'm saying and I expected to be able to replace it much faster than is actually happening and then also this hurricane has been happening and it has been chaos and so I feel like I've lost the last week because I've spent so many days dealing with that that it just really hasn't been possible to stay on top of everything I had planned to do 
but ultimately I'm just mad that everyone's a gosh darn flake and if you're hiring anyone don't be a flake because it's annoying all they could do is respond and be like sorry we chose someone else cool thanks thank you for your excellent communication skills but I do have to admit that they are probably hiring a writer because they don't have good communication skills so we'll we'll just believe in that um, all I, the point of this rant is that I was worried because for the first time I had to pay my rent yesterday because I hadn't had like a big chunk of income come in this month. So for the first time I've had to like cut into my savings a bit to pay rent. And I was like, this sets me off into a spiral. Like I know that I have savings for a reason, but this is so triggering to me from like my days of college poorness where I'm like, oh my God, I can't eat this week. I need to like never leave the house. Don't use gas anymore. Like I need to just like only eat crackers. I have a panic attack of this level every time this happens and I knew it would happen and it did happen and it's okay because your girl still has a plan and I'm still talking to a lot of those flake clients so I don't know maybe they'll work out maybe they won't but like I'm still out here trying so that's all that matters where's my participation trophy but anyway I wanted to talk about quitting your job because when do you know that it's time and I was shocked that I haven't covered this before because I did this I quit my job and that I did this full-time and now I'm doing it again somehow on accident so and I last night mid panic attack had to like come up with a concrete plan for like okay great what happens if I don't have a way to supplement this income like what if it takes longer than I'm expecting like what I'm gonna need to make a decision like I can't just do this endlessly so I had to make a decision. So let me tell y'all my plan. So <laughs> I'm telling you to keep myself accountable. So I'm going on an international trip later this month that's going to take me two weeks of my life. And so I didn't want to be super strict with myself and be like, go get a job right now because that ain't going to happen. So I've decided that if by November 1st, which is in two months, I don't have like a substantially replaced income and I have a number written down for this then I am going to go get a part-time job. So why part-time? Because I love part-time jobs. I feel like they get such a bad rep in our like post-grad life where you're supposed to have like this nine to five office gig. But in, in my world where I know that I don't like nine to five office gigs, I want something that gives me the freedom to work on my blog, to work on my novel, to work on all my side projects and my podcast and to work on my freelancing career. And I worked part-time at an agency when I first graduated college. And that is what empowered me to start my business in the first place. So I would go back to that kind of situation again. It is not my favorite thing in the world. I don't like having a, that kind of strict schedule, but like I can, I can do it. And that's all that matters. So I don't know if I would work in an office environment or if I would work at a Starbucks. I don't know. Um, your girl has... <laughs> eight years of customer service experience so she's ready for anything so i don't know i was like if that happens i would take a part-time job to supplement while i bolstered my freelance or blogging career so to speak and then as soon as i felt comfortable again i would go back to doing that full-time and honestly that's just comes with the territory so a lot of the times it can feel like that's a failure like i went i went full-time and i failed because i have been full-time for for two years freelancing like this so I don't really consider it a failure because it worked for so long and it just like is the nature the industry changes like things change um, I personally got myself in that situation by relying on that agency for too long and that was a big whoopsie on my part so I don't know it wasn't like 
I like I can't think of it as a failure because I'll have a breakdown, but I think that it's it's fine. Like I don't I don't personally have a problem with working a part time job, even though I'm now 24. Guys, it was my birthday last week, so now I'm an old woman and I'm still having the same panic attack. Um, so I don't know if I have to get a part time job for like a few months just to pay my rent so that I can focus on other things, then it's fine. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll just complain about it a lot. So <laughs> as long as everyone knows that going in, we're fine. So that's the situation. And now let's stop talking about me because I seem like a narcissist. So let me talk about you. So before you quit your job, which <laughs> please don't do it on a whim. I have seen on Instagram, so many people seem to be like really celebrating the idea of just quitting your job on a whim. Please don't do this. Like, no, thanks. Please don't. Um, as someone who has no call, no show twice, listen to the past episodes to hear those fun stories. Just don't. I don't know. I've never quit a job without a backup plan, and I highly recommend you do the same. Although I just did, y'all. I just did a month ago. I quit that agency with a very flimsy backup plan, so I am this person. But I did... The second thing, you'll see. So, okay, first, before anything else, you need to do some budgeting. And I hate budgeting because in college, budgeting meant looking at my bank account and, and having a panic attack. You can see a lot of patterns here in this behavior, but basically, it would terrify me because I would know that the numbers I were going to see were not fun, they were not having a good time, and it would just ruin my mood. So I was never really great at budgeting in the sense of, like, actively looking at my finances. Um, I've usually, I have been my entire life money savvy because money wasn't always available, so I had to stretch the funds I had further. But what I mean is you need to really look at those numbers. You need to get to know them. Ask them how they're doing. You need to know your current income. So what is it at right now? And I'm talking about after-tax income. So if you're making money blogging or freelancing right now, you need to calculate that about after-taxes. And then you need to add up all of those expenses. So what are you currently spending money on? Are you spending money on rent? Do you still live at home? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have to pay your utility bill? Like all of these little things, add them all up. <laughs> and subtract them from your income and then if it's in the green aka it's positive you're good for now don't panic that's good if it's negative you need some help but I mean you're gonna need to make some sacrifices so the next thing that I would ask you to do is consider whether or not you can make any sacrifices because odds are you're gonna need to start aggressively saving and you're not going to be able to do that if you're spending on a lot of quote-unquote luxury items like entertainment or maybe you're driving a lot or you're taking a trip or you're like spending on 15 Hulu subscriptions. I'm calling myself out with this one. Like, this is me. And so you need to make some sacrifices. And especially if you have debt, like, oh, ooh, do I have debt? So right now I'm paying more than the minimum on my student loan payments, but in the next month, I'm actually going to go back to the minimum, which is not my favorite thing to do. I like to really aggressively pay them off because they give me anxiety, but I have to do what I have to do because I'm, I'm not able at this point right now to aggressively pay off my debt, but hopefully I will be within the next two months. So just think about that all in your mind. So once you've budgeted and you know exactly what you need to subscribe, to survive. So all I mean by that is your your housing, your food, everything's taken care of. These are this is the bare minimum you need to earn with your online money making income in order to live. And I don't mean like live in a box. I mean like live comfortably. So beyond that, those are all extras that you might be able to live without. But 
come up with that budget you need to survive. And then after that, step two is to start saving. So in my personal opinion, you need at least three months of expenses saved up before you quit your job. So what do I mean by expenses? I mean, you also need to set money aside for your taxes, your business expenses, insurance. Like remember, if you have a job that has benefits, you're going to lose those benefits. So you need to replace them. So all those benefits are is really just extra money. Like I pay for my health insurance out of pocket because I don't have an employer. So I pay for it out of pocket. If you have a spouse or a significant other or some other way to get insurance, I'd highly recommend looking into that. But um, things, if you're worried about little things like dental insurance or um, I don't know what else insurance you get through your regular health insurance, there are a lot of affordable options through the Affordable Care Act or even if you're in the U.S. or through um, private health exchanges as well. But you're going to need to look into this before you even start saving. So how much will you need to replace those benefits is what I'm saying. Same with taxes. You're going to end up needing to pay more in taxes because now you're self-employed. So you will be paying the self-employment tax, which is a bit more depending on your state state income tax. It'll be between 15 and 25% of what you earn, which is definitely more than you pay with a traditional employer. So you're going to need to save more is what I'm saying. So I would recommend at least three months of expenses set aside. This way you have at least three months where you're not going to have to worry about not being able to pay your bills. <laughs> Next, you need to create your new goals. So what are your goals that you're going to do while you still have this job so that you can actually make this a reality? So you might want to get two or three clients in the next month or blog three times a week or make a $1,500 with your online money plan. Like these are all great goals. Just come up with the goals you want to reach before you quit your job. So I would definitely recommend setting a monetary goal um, of maybe you need to reach $2,500 a month. As soon as you hit this consistently, it's time to do it. Having some kind of marker like that will help you know when it's really time. Um, and make sure it's not just a fluke. Like if you get three clients in one week, but they're only for one project, like that doesn't count. It needs to be consistent. So either you have a strategy for continuing to get new clients or to have long-term clients, or you have a blog strategy or anything like this that is consistently bringing you similar numbers. And that's hard to say in the online world because things fluctuate a lot, but you on average need to be able to rely on that income and have enough savings to catch catch yourself when it doesn't. Yes, <laughs> so that's all important. And I would recommend creating what I call a three month plan. So I just made myself this plan, which is my November 1st plan, where if in two months I'm not reaching this income goal, I'm going to get a part-time job. I would recommend you set a similar one for yourself and talk about it. <laughs> so if it doesn't work by X date, you're gonna get a part-time job or you're gonna get a full-time job. Or if you don't have X income by X date, you're gonna do this. Like having something set in stone to honestly get you moving because it's so easy to become complacent if you're like, I can just do this indefinitely. Um, but if you really want to get to a certain point, you need to set goals. And I'm not a big goal setter, so this is shocking for me, but I'm big on this one because I think it's really important to have deadlines for yourself so that you're kept accountable. So before you even quit, I would recommend you put together a three month plan that literally says, we have until this date, 
and we are going to give it our all until then. And then at that point, we're going to reconsider. We might not go full-time again. We might go do something else. We might move back home. We're going to make a big lifestyle change or we're going to get a part-time job or something like that. Just have some kind of deadline in place to catch yourself because it's really hard to just flounder forever. And you don't want to be floundering forever. And I don't really think it's a disappointment or any kind of... um sign that you didn't do something right if it just doesn't make it to your goal by a certain amount of time like things are hard no matter whether you have a full-time job or you are working for yourself so definitely don't get hard on yourself about it it just might not be the right time or you just might need to reconsider and come back when you're in a better position so before you quit you need a foundation so i would not tell you to go quit and you don't even know what you're doing i want you to have a few clients or have a blog that's successful i want you to have experience and whatever it is you're doing and i want you to have incoming money so why i say that all this matters is because the last thing you want to do is to quit to become a full-time freelancer and be like you know what i hate this so <laughs> working with clients in advance or working as a full-time blogger in advance like aggressively working on a blog will help you know if you even like to do that because you might not and I could see why you might not like dealing with clients is annoying as I just explained in the beginning of this episode and it's also just really (laughs) frustrating and building a website comes with a lot of behind the scene things that you might not see like marketing or administrative tasks that you might not have had to do before even if you're working in the same field so these things might just not be something you're into and you might just decide you know what i didn't actually know what i was signing up for and i don't really like it and i think that's fine so that is also a great reason why setting a deadline for yourself could help you come to terms with this if within that period of time you're like hey y'all i'm not about it then go back (laughs) or do something else but just don't keep floundering forever so once you do quit what do you have to do so the biggest thing that you need to do other than create a budget again yes you need to make a new one is to create your new schedule so what i mean by this is defining what your work week looks like setting boundaries and holding yourself accountable so Listen to my last episode on setting boundaries, um, but, but you need to set some because if you're transitioning fully from a full-time job to a work-at-home type gig, it's really hard to just like keep yourself accountable, especially if you're working towards that deadline and you're like, I need to get new clients, I need to get more income, like how many hours a day are you going to dedicate on certain tasks? When are you going to stop working? Like, when are your weekends? And like, who's going to hold you accountable? So answer all of these questions and do it. (laughs) Just do it. So if you have three months saved and you have a plan and you have experience working online, I would tell you to go for it. Don't listen to the weirdos on Instagram who are like, hey guys, like I've never worked um, full online before, but like I just quit my job. So like, I hope that's cool Um, because I feel like a lot of them are glamorizing the reality of it. It is very stressful. I hope that you'll take my conversation about it seriously. Um, It's sometimes embarrassing to share these things with you people, but I would feel more embarrassed not sharing them, you know? Um, I just want to be really realistic that working online is not a magic wonderland and it can be really stressful and frustrating just like a full-time job. So catch me working at Starbucks in the future um, as I figure that out. And if I worked at Starbucks, good grief, I would be like the walking English major 
symbol over here because literally when you're studying English everyone's like you'll be the most well-read person working at Starbucks and you know what they will be right so let's hope they're not right but if they are right you better bet I'm gonna make some good as heck mocha frapp lattes so we'll see about that but anyway I have to go um, to a hotel now and write out Hurricane Dorian so by the time you hear this, all of that will be over, and I hope you all have a productive week. I hope you all quit your jobs, but within reason, and I hope you all have a lovely Thursday. Bye. <laughs>